Good evening, and you're all very welcome here live to Scarf Bay Community Radio here on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM on a Sunday evening, a glorious Sunday evening, as we do our sports roundup of the weekend. And what a weekend of action we had here in the county of Clare and for all East Clare teams in both Hurling and Camogie. And as usual, with all the spills and trills, upsides and downsides and disappointments and, and, and ext- ext- uh, great wins for some people, um, as I said, unfortunately, it can only be one, one team gets gets through a winner takes it all. But first of all, I'm joined here, as always, uh, by my co-presenter Pat McNamara, who's going through going to run through uh, quickly the results uh, to end of the weekend. Thank you, Leo. Uh, very very busy weekend, as you rightly said. A lot of a lot of results condensed in together, and people, I suppose, would like to have. And before I used to get the results, a number of people have talked to since would have said it was a, maybe a pity that things couldn't be spaced out a little bit more. They'd like to have seen more games, but I suppose circumstances dictated that. But uh, what, what a busy weekend it was, and a lot of us got through. So uh, we got through, we started with senior hurling, so in no particular order, here, here are the results of the weekend. Uh, Cracklow, 114, Broadford, 110. Clarecastle, 222, Wolf Tones, 221. Six Mile Bridge, 216. Scarif 117. Clonlara 416. Whitegate 318. Kilmele 20 points. O'Callaghan's Mills 115. The Market 218. Clooney Quinn 117. And Aero Oog 216. Fecal 19 points. That's the senior list, and now we'll go on to intermediate hurling. And the results are as follows to hand anyway. <coughs> Rowan. 223, the market 29. Bodike 322, Clarecastle 9 points. Corafin 122, St. Joseph's 314. Pardine 113, Clonlara 110. Kilanina 215, Ina 112. And Six Mile Bridge 111, Tubber 212. Smith O'Brien's 216, Tulla, 19 points, and O'Callaghan's Mills, 311, Cratlow, 214. And the Camogie results to hand of the weekend are, the main ones anyway, that we can that we can uh, uh, muster up. In the Senior Camogie Championship, Scarafagundlo, 114, Kilkishan Bodike, 17. Newmarket, 113, Kilmele, 18. Continuing the other group, uh, Aina Kilnamona, 13 points. Fetal Kilanina, 1-9. True Clonara, 19 points. Six Melbridge, 14 points. In Intermediate Camogie, Clarecastle Bellier, 1-10. Tulla, 1-10. Clooney Quinn, 2-12. Whitegate, 2-9. A Junior A result, Rowan Crusheen, 3-18. Scarafagunlo, 1-3. And some Junior B results, um, Scarafagunlo, uh, 213, Corafin, 6 points, Whitegate, 110, Cratlow, 8 points, and Clooney Quinn, 27, Fecal Kilinina, 13. I just have a couple of other results there, Leo. I'll, I'll just fire them out if, if, if it's okay. Junior A hurling, Ogunlo, 324, Bellier, 14 points, Fecal, 319, The Mills, 312, a Junior B result, Scarif, 213, Corfin six points, 
And I'm aware that in the under 17B at the weekend, I just give the wins for these player teams. But Ike Callahan's Mills won, Fecal Killinina won, and Smith O'Brien's won. And I think we had a couple of East Clare losses as well. But the other results to Henley. Yeah, the and there was, one, there was one big uh, East Clare Junior C game of the weekend as well, Pep between Ogunlo and Tulla. And Ogunlo came out victorious on a score line of eight, eight points to seven and in, a, a, in a, a, thriller. Oh, a thriller. And I should say that Killinina, also in hurling in Junior C today, had a massive win over the banner. I think it was three, three, three twenty to three or four points or something like that. And uh, that Killian Jurassic game now is our flagship team uh, for the rest of the year. And there's huge hopes pinned on them to bring absolute glory and honour to Loch Rainey. Pat, you might maybe clarify the rumours that went around today. Did you make a comeback today in the Junior C? Well, no, because you can't play from the road. The good thing about Tubber is I was five minutes late for the start of the game and you can watch from the wall outside. And I was just watching the initial action before I go in because the game was on. And a friend, a fellow I knew from Corrafin actually, he's married to a girl from Kalina, pulled up and we had a chat. So we watched the game and had a chat. So uh, I've never hurled from the road yet unless I, I do some road hurling. So no, I wasn't called up. But Joe, I have to say, Joe Giggs Peril, at 56 years of age, played the first half at cornerback and played outstandingly well until he pulled something. So he had to, poor Joe had to come off I with got, an injury. I, so when you see him in the council during the week, give him a wave and you know, tell him you hope that, that muscle loosens out. Uh, look at uh, what a seven to Lyle Seven. Lyle Seven Probably a record of this weekend, I'd say, for a the player of this day. There's no, think, yeah. no, no doubt about it. Uh, that's a, that's a, great, a great story. And, and look at the, the lorry, the council lorry will be going that bit slower maybe <laughs> than, than usual uh, for the rest of the week. Pat, we start off with the Camogie action the weekend. Pat, we covered here live on Scarpe Community Radio. Uh, Scarif Ogunlo, the Millsbow Dyke, convincing win for Scarif Ogunlo. I don't know whether you can read too much into it. They played well. Was it that they played well? Or Kilkishan Bodyke just didn't perform or whatever. But speaking to the management of uh, David Sullivan after, he seemed very upbeat. Your assessment, uh, Pat, later, uh, 24 hours on. Well, as I said to you, I suppose, after the game and, and during the game as well, maybe on, on our commentary, I, I thought Scarif Ogunlo were very, very impressive because I had, I had this... You know, fear that with Susan Vaughan and um, Marion, Marion, Miss from last year, and, 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 and Eva Power, I should mention, Eva Power, you know, Ashton Curry, three, three big names, three, yeah, Holly four, McGee, yeah, Holly McGee. Holly McGee, of course. Yeah. I had this maybe these fears that maybe from their from their point of view that uh, maybe they would be down a little bit in standard, but I tell you, the older players. Uh, the more mature players, I should say, of course, the right way to put it, uh, I thought really stepped up to the mark. But the younger minders who have come in, Leo, are very, very, very good. They became senior. They, you know, they became of age yesterday, I thought. I mean, Kishan Budaike is, is a serious, serious team and they're very, very, you know, a very, very uh, impressive team in the last couple of years, you know, and, you know, knocking on the door of success. But uh, Scarfogunler just kind of just outplayed them, outmaneuvered them, outthought them and outphysical them a little bit, I think, as well. And uh, I know injuries to Alana Ryan and Kate Lynch didn't help them, but uh, very impressed with Scarif Ogunlo. I think, uh, you know, I thought they looked very well coached. I, I, as, as Sullivan, David Sullivan referred to afterwards, they went direct and we, we asked him about that question. He said they liked to play fairly direct. And I think the direct ball to the forwards was a very good ball. There wasn't, it didn't take five passes to get the, the ball into the, the front, from the middle of the field or the halfback line. It took about two passes maybe, you know, whoever won the ball delivered it to somebody else and she delivered a great ball up 30, 40, 50 metres up the field and I think the ball was always the advantage of the forward and I think the first touch of, of the likes of the likes of Maria Scanlon and, and um, Ava, Ava Elva and, and a few more like that I thought and, and, and a few of them indeed Lin, Linda Daly I thought covered the whole of Father Mac Park up and down and struck an ocean of ball as well so I was very impressed with them and I think it, it was slightly more the Scarlet Fagundle were impressive rather than the Kilkishan and Badaik were you know were, were, were poor or anything like that but 
maybe Christian Bedike might, might agree that didn't play as well as the, as well as they'd like. And of course, the next game now is Christian Bedike and 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 no market. Scout Gundor playing Saint Joseph's. To all intents and purposes, you know, to be Saint Joseph's first game, you'd expect maybe Scout Gundor to get over that. The uh, Christian Bedike they defeated the market in the championship last year. No market will be smarting for revenge there. Look, they got after a great start against Kilmeny the other night. Maybe uh, the game, maybe wouldn't it a bit easier than 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 they expected? Yeah. But you know, <coughs> there's one thing you can't write off the old guard of the market. No, I mean, how many county fans have they in Leon the last ten years? You probably know better than me. They've been in eight or nine of them anyway, for sure. Yeah, eight uh, county final appearances, uh, a few wins, but more losses than wins. And uh, but they're still there. Um, <clears throat> very impressive by all accounts against Kilmeny, who. You know, Kilmeley could have been could have been champions last year. with a bit of look, you know, uh, an impressive team like like Nevo D and all, you know, so, so dominant for Clare this year. But um, obviously, the market have gone haven't gone away as to, to, to use a phrase used by in another t- context a few years ago. They haven't gone away, you know, and I think they'll be very very competitive, very hard to beat. There's a determination opposite about this to market Camogie team that even if they're you know they're lacking in 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 whatever maybe new players come and show that they're never beaten and. Uh, you know they're going to be a big factor, and that group is far from solved yet. Pat, turn into the other group, and you know you were at the Ainic in the morning game, uh, Fecal Kilinina game. It was the intermediate champions of, of and senior championships of, of twenty twenty, the famous COVID year, I suppose. <coughs> we were expecting a big battle uh, from Fecal Kilinina here against Ainic in the morning. Actually, my own in my own head, I thought that Fecal Kilinina might turn them over. You had uh, I, I must admit, I thought they might turn them over. However. One point was the difference in Din Pet, and as usual, the more experienced team and mm. always seem to get the breaks, Pet. No, I only got the second half, Leo, after leaving the Scarif game, Scarif Gunlo game. So just in time for the second half, it was just on. And looking enough, I was part close enough out in, in the sideline to Pauline Rochard, who knows all about Camogie. So she had told me that Kalina and Fiegel were very impressive in the first half and that they were really had momentum built up until the water break in the first half. In the second half, in the first quarter, Fikil Kilina played out of their skins. They dominated the game. Aini Kilnamona weren't close to what, what they can be because our lads dominated so much. Our defence was on top. Some great ball hit up to the forwards. But uh, a little bit of inexperience on behalf of our maybe taking the wrong options at times. But then we were three points up, second water break. And I said to myself, don't say no, this is going to upset the momentum. After the water break, Aini Kilnamona got the next four points. I think they got three, the next three anyway and it was level for a while. And then we made... In the last three minutes of the game, when it was, I suppose, maybe we were a pint up and it became level, we lost two easy positions over on the middle of the field that would normally stick and be driven up into the square. Lit the two points. Clare command was very effective for, for them in the last few minutes, as was Clare here in defence, as you'd expect. And uh, the final problem then was, uh, was a minute and a half into injury time, uh, a, a ball that was in the square, in our square, looking kind of dangerous. They were attacking. A goal would have killed us. And... But there was a ball just going to trickle wide. Now, waiting for it to go wide could have been risky as someone could have been forward, but have nipped in and stopped it going wide. But it looked to be going wide. We played it and it ended up being touched by one of our defenders out over the line. 45 over the bar, the winner. So, um, But I was very, very pleased with what I saw from the field Canadian girls because inexperience at that level. But they made Einick and Lamont look very, very ordinary. And... Uh, and that was without maybe, you know, the likes of Regan Connor, who's missed a good bit of time through illness and through being abroad, uh, not, not being at her best in any shape or form. Uh, she didn't start, but she came on. And uh, she didn't really get going in the game. Like we know, she was brilliant last year. And uh, we know what a great player. We know what a great player she is. Absolutely, yeah. But, uh, you know, some others were outstanding. I mean, Eileen Daly in defence. Ellie O'Neill, Ellie Edge O'Neill was a brilliant at cornerback. 
just to name a couple that I thought played very well. Lorna McIntyre. Lorna showed some great skills at times, but was well bottled up at other times. Uh, Claire was dogged throughout. Uh, Evelyn Duggan had a great first half, I believe. Zian had a brilliant game overall. A great second half. Backs into back she went. And... Uh, no, it may be fair to be naming a few, but they were just some of the ones that stood out for me. Robin Conway had her moments as well, and Ella um, McNamara, and a few like that. But overall, they were, I'd say, very disappointed. I was talking to Ali later on, and uh, he said they were very disappointed they hadn't at least got a draw, but he said they're still kind of proud that they're, they know they're at this level now, but they'll have to push on now. Through Clannera will not be one bit easier. No, and through Clannera got over the bridge. Another Titanic battle there, level, going after the third quarter, and again... The good old water break came came home to roost, but it came home to roost in Clanera and 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 hit out the water, you know, doing well for Clanera this weekend. But they got the last uh, five points to qualify or get the points with nineteen points yeah. to fourteen. But uh, Pat, there'll be lots of twists and turns in these. these I'm just wondering, yet. will the bridge take a scalp yet? Either Fiegel Kilnean's or Ina Kilnemonas. They'll sure they, they'll surely cause a bit of an upset in one game. They might win it. They might get a draw, or they'll certainly push teams because you know they have a couple of good young players and with Chloe Mori. Guarantees you 10 points a game anyway, do you know? And um, so, you know, they ha- they're an improving side. The Bridger don't like to be down for long and they're down for a while in Camogie now. So I'd, I'd say, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they caused maybe a little bit of a, a, a you know, a ruffle of feathers before it was over. I just hoped it didn't for feel against Fiegel Kilnina. Certainly hope it's not. Maybe I'll kill them all, but be vulnerable to them at some stage. But True Clanares is the next big one for us. And for, when I say us, Fiegel Kilnina, of course. And um, that's going to be a massive, massive battle again. But, uh, there's, there's no more hiding, hiding now. There's no more surprises. People know now that the field Kalina are, 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 are going to be a back team, so they won't get it any easy, easy for Yeah, there's no doubt, Pat. The gloves are off. And also, off. look, we must say, well done to Matt Horton there. He's, he's, he's has taken over Tullacomogie there this year. Tullet, mm. Matt moving over there and Tullet. They got a draw yeah. against Eclat Castle-Bellier. A good draw, Also, yeah. Wycott, you know, many ones, Dark Fancy for the Intermediate Championship this year. So it's a fair back on board there as well. You know, they have a formidable outfit. Unlucky to lose by all accounts to Clooney Quinn. Who are probably hot favourites yeah. by, by mm. a goal. So look, at there's plenty to play for in the Camogie Championship. And we look forward to next weekend uh, with, with relish uh, for the next round of games. Pet, for that, we thank you very, very much. Now we turn to, to the hurling and we're going to be joined on the line by our O'Callaghan's Mills representative, uh, Parley Cobrian who's going to tell us about, obviously, the, the exploits of O'Callaghan's Mills the weekend. And also, unfortunately, you know, for the Mills, they, they lost to Kilmele. They drew with Cretlow, I think, in the June, or he'll confirm what happened on that. He's also going to talk to us about uh, Fiekel Nairog, and unfortunately for Fiekel, going into the, uh, the final group games here in, but look at, in the Championship, uh, at the top of the pile, unfortunately, didn't, didn't make it uh, through to the quarterfinals. Very hard to beat the Townies when the Townies get their gender up, and they seem to be the the bogey team for Fiekel but look we're going to talk to Pat and Pat will, will tell us more good evening Pat you're welcome to a sports roundup Pat good evening Leo how are things Pat busy, busy weekend Pat yeah we, we, yeah, busy weekend our, our, our team didn't go too well we, we, we went out to Fiena Fiena and and, and Jonah B and we, we, we had one draw and, and, and uh, two losses but anyway Pep, start, we'll start off with, I didn't, we, we'll talk about the intermediate in a minute. Unfortunately uh, for the senior, a 100% record in the senior, uh, four played and four lost. But, four lost, you know, yeah. close enough in all yeah, the four yeah. games, but unfortunately results didn't go their way. And now yeah, into just, into the a dogged rele- relegation battle, Pat. Relegation battle, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a close game. It was, a, it was a, you had, um, it was heavily on eight occasions. Um, the first water break, uh, the middle was one to five. And, um, it was one five to nine points to Kilmele 
um, Colum uh, Cleary got the goal, he, he got a fine goal, and uh, he got a beautiful point from the very acute angle <coughs> as well. Um, then, on to half time, then it was 1 8, uh, the Mills 1 8, and um, to 11 points, so it was just tied up at a level at half time again. Um, and it moved on into the, the second half. Uh, the Mills were leading by a point at, uh, at the, the second water break, 113 to um, 115. 113 to 15. And um, uh, Canadian pulled away in the last, uh, they scored five, and we only scored two in the, in the last uh, in the last, uh, the last 10 minutes. Um, um Keane came into his own there, and he, he scored three great points in the last, in the last five minutes of the game. Uh, so it's a disappointing result uh, for the Mills to be in the relegation, Pet. You know, to go from... Because we all know about how difficult the Chile Championships You can be up one day, down the next. To go from a relegation battle to a county final, back into a relegation yeah. battle, is not what they wanted. But really, Pet, there's probably, yeah. enough, there's probably enough pedigree and experience in O'Callaghan's Mills, you know, to probably come out of this relegation battle, Pet. Well, you'd be hoping so anyway, but when, 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 when you're going, when you're going downhill, you're, you're going to have confidence, I suppose, either, you know, as we it happened down there a couple of years ago, we all expected maybe they'd be Clastassel and Clastassel came and beat them, and uh, it's a wrong problem, I suppose, you're, you're the middle of Tony Quinn, Clastassel, and uh, the losers are brought for the Christine, and they'll be, they'll be all tough matches, because they'll be all, they'll be out and fight, they're, they're all, every team in it, they're back to the wall, and they'll be all matched to, to, to stay up. And Pat, looking at the Mills compared to last year, what do you think is the difference, Pat? Is there a, a lack of hunger or is it just, you know... Well, I, I, well, I think you know, I said it to a few people. In, in, in all the games last year, we got goals and we didn't get them this year. We got, yeah. I think we had another three goals, maybe not, four goals maybe in one match. And I think we had up again 12 goals scored, or 12 scored in the four games up to the up to the final. And uh, goals didn't, the chances came now, a few chances came this year, but they didn't, they, they weren't taken, you know. Yeah. So um, I, I, be, I think that's the way it is, and that's the way it panned out in the country final as well. We didn't get goals in the country final last year, I don't, and you yeah. probably need to take a couple of goals to, to win it, you know, up to being in contention yeah. to win and it. And they have to regroup now uh, quickly. I know that the games aren't done for a few weeks, so there's maybe a bit of time to, to reassess and and build because it's really important that you you know you you don't go down to to, to intermediate you know a pro club yeah. like that you know a pro senior club. The Milton I've seen off since 1977. So we we we've done a couple of uh, a few over the years as well as your relegation finals, but we came out of them. But anyway, we'll be hoping. We, we turn, we, yeah, Pat, and we look at we we hope that the Mills don't. We we hope they don't go down to pro these clear team, uh, Pat. The intermediate game, you drew with Cratlow in the normal time. I'm not sure what happened after that. That's the result we've got. <coughs> did it go? Did it go? Takes a time, or did what way did it decide it? No, I said to finish that. Just finish the test. Right. And, and, yeah, finish it. Finish that. Um, uh, three eleven to two fourteen. Um, uh, uh, and the first one of the bikes was two four two points in favour of the Mills. At half time, just two eight six, uh, and. At the, third, at the second water break, it was 3-10 to 1-12. Now, Catler uh, the men also uh, sent off in the first quarter, which uh, was a straight raid, so they, were, they, were, they had 14, but they came back. They came back anyway to the road and then uh, on a 3-11 to 2-14. Uh, I don't know how, the, how it's going on. Uh, I, and and Pat, does, does, does it not go, uh, Pat, on, on a head-to-head, like when the two teams, you know, and both of them had lost both their previous games, so should is there not a replay in the offing here, Pat? I don't know. I might. I don't know really, but it might go down to. It might go down to score nervousness or something like that, would it? 
I, I, did, I, I, thought really I thought it was two teams level it came to head to head you know what I mean that's what I thought so yeah, I yeah, would have yeah, assumed yeah, yeah. maybe it's an, it's an ironic one I suppose it's one for the, uh, the, the, the CC committee I suppose is, is probably yeah yeah, is yeah. I, 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 I don't really know no, I, I, went, I hadn't been talking to anyone to know what the story is and yeah, and I suppose look at of course there was no provision for extra time there. They couldn't provide for extra time because he's not there in the group game. So look at I would imagine yeah. there'll be big law election clear head show. Pet also yeah. you 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 took in the Aerog uh, Fiel game yesterday evening and Fiel, as we said at the outset, they are going into the their group game at the top of the table. Now obviously results could dictate <laughs> any you know, just so close that any result could have changed it. Aerog came out here on top. Yeah, um, it was a, a very good game. Now, really, right tough, half hurling uh, up and down the field. There wasn't too, there wasn't too many loose, <laughs> there wasn't too, too many loose balls. I can tell you, were able to score, and uh, it was raining in the first half. And um, there was a fine crowd there. Now, I, I, I was uh, going down from, from Innes down to Shannon, and I had to go down a nice way half down towards the, the Sandalians to 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 to, um, to Perth. And then again, I got in the game was on. But anyway. Um, Fiesel Fiesel played very well now in the first half. They they really you know they really pushed up to him and uh, at half time it was thirteen points to one eight for uh, Erog. Now Erog lost Shane O'Donnell as well. He, he went off his injury just before half time. He went he went sorely improved the ball and he was uh, he was up in it anyway. So he had to go yeah, off. good choice works pass by so, all accounts. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Fiesel uh, ran the lead and had played well. Like you know, the, uh, of course, um, Shane McGrath was only running from freeze, no matter where where the ball was was hopped up. Yeah, wherever he was involved with the free, he, he he pushed it over. And then you had Danny Russell on the other side. Um, second water break for sixteen. Um, after half time, then Eros got another goal, and the the you know the the second water break they were uh, two fourteen to sixteen. And they finished it out in. Uh, uh, he missed a few chances there, a few chances, of, and put ahead of two bad enough wides, you know. And uh, finished out anyway, two sixteen to nineteen. Yeah, as they say, goals, goals, the difference. Good, a, yeah, a good, a good tough match, you know, really. Uh, you never see when the Fiesel never came into winning or came back into it once. Uh, once they got that second goal, it was kind of a kind of chasing it after that, and they were never. <clears throat> No. Yeah, and there's no doubt that Erog are Fiekel's bogey team <laughs> at the moment. They yeah. got the, they had they turned yeah. them over last year as well in in the quarter final yeah. and, and have turned them over yeah, again yeah, yeah, on this yeah. occasion. Unfortunately, Fiekel yeah, into the Senior B Championship, Clare Cup champions. Look at Senior B, nothing to be yeah. sneezed at either. I know they would like to have gone further. Pat, you had a busy weekend yeah. as always. Thanks very 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 much, and we look forward to your okay. contribution again for the next round, Pat. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. No bother. To follow on that group, again. Pat. Yes, Pat, got a minimum of Pat, to carry on that group, no market and Clooney, right? Yeah. Again, a game that could have gone either way, you know, and once again, Colin Ryan, very much to the fore uh, for no market, was a 270 got again yesterday to pull him over the line. I know he was their scorer in chief. Yeah. And as some that said to me during the week, if it <coughs> never happens to Colin Ryan in no market, we got already knows where we're going to go. No market had also lost Callan Gillafile to a red card. So this is a victory that they really dug out. You know, Clooney, Peter Duggan going going well. You know, it was a group that could have gone either way and there were so many twists and turns and now look at the market who were defeated by Erogan or by Fiekel in the previous round. Go through along with Erogan, I suppose the market 
probably got through based on their win over their own. Of course, they won their two games. But that draw the feet had against Clooney the first day is that, the one that came back to bite. That was the one that came back to scald them, is that exactly. Now, this group, I'd say, Leo had the most physically, I'd say it's probably, I haven't seen obviously all the groups as many games we'd like to, but certainly it was the physical group. <coughs> the feet lay all game last week, last Last round was an unbelievable physical game. Obviously, as Pat said, they were Rogan Fiegel was a good, tough physical game. <coughs> and Newmarket, or Clooney Quinn in Newmarket as well. And of course, that draw and game with Clooney Quinn and Fiegel was a really good, enjoyable, tough, good, honest-to-goodness game as well that, that we commented on. So it was a really close group. Could have gone either way. <coughs> as you say, Fiegel to look to, to draw the first day was their downfall. And I'd say they will be kicking themselves over, probably not beating Clooney Quinn that day. You know, they are probably a bit of a better team than Clooney Quinn, real in realistic, you know, realistically. But uh, you know, again, to like when you have Danny Russell, when you have when you have Danny Russell and for Aero Oaks scoring like he does, when you have Shane McGrath scoring like he does, Ryan, of course, at the market, Colin Ryan, what a, and Peter Duggan. You know, the four of them were in that group, yeah. unerring free takers normally. Uh, and leaders of the, but as you say, Colin Ryan, what a player for the market, uh, and and I mean, look at, start to see the market making a lot of progress, but then again, the conditions are going to get heavier, the evenings are going to get darker and duskier, and you're going to have bits of rain, you're going to have bits of colder, you know, it might it might suit the more physical team, and the market will dig in and fight, and uh, you know, who's who's to say, but. Uh, it's uh, it was a real uh, one of the group of death was never called the group of death but it was certainly a physical tough close group there was nothing between those four teams really sadly Fiekel and uh, Clooney Quinn losing out but at least Fiekel have their senior B Clooney Quinn in relegation danger the market and Euro gone through and yet again I suppose you know it's a group whereby the, the, the East Clare teams I suppose Clooney Quinn mightn't be fully considered East Clare but the East Clare teams not making, not making it through is, is unfortunate one note of concern there just there for, for a rogue is uh, the loss of Sierra <coughs> again. Um, I wonder what's I, the nature of the injury. We, we don't know. Maybe I heard myself it, it was a slight knock to the head again. Oh, and that that's, no, good. look at that's not confirmed or whatever. Yeah. But I think he was he was suffering a bit and and maybe left to feed the play too, as Pet said quite quite um, diplomatically. He was up injured, but I don't think there was anything. Yeah, you know, I didn't anything, hear that detail. Yeah, no, I, 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 from what I hear, I don't think there was anything <coughs> malicious like that. I oh, yeah, think there was an arm oh, challenge. Let's run and see. We're going to have a lad look, it, it's, a, yeah. it's a concern for him going forward. Oh, big time! It is in his career. And we wish him. We wish him from the very, very point of view, and yeah, absolutely, we wish him well. Pet, you were talking about that. If the flat game wasn't really there, that group wasn't the group of that, but the next man we're going to talk to was di- are definitely in the group of that. There's no doubt about it. Um, the Mills, Kilmeley. Wicket, Clandera, and Ina Kilimona. Right. And we're now joined on the line by a great man, uh, a great hurler uh, for Wicket and, and Clare in the past. It's uh, John Tracy. Uh, John, you're very, very welcome to Scarpe Community Radio, John. Thank you, Leo. John, I suppose, unfortunately, at, at 60 minutes, in, in olden times, the, the game would have been called over and Wicket would be gone through with another two points. But such is the nature of these games now with water breaks and injury time and all that. And it kind of came back to bite Wicket in yesterday to the very end. Oh, my God. It was the most thrilling game, Leo. It had the 60 minutes of the 64 minutes. It had everything, really, now. It had seven goals and, and 34 points. Great defending, great scores, great saves, a bit of a shamazzle, and and it was looking good for Whitegate heading into the final minutes of the match. Now at halftime, in the in the early in the first half, things were were calm. <coughs> there were two goals within a minute of each other, but and Clonera laid at the first break, one five to one three. 
come half time, it was one ten apiece and everything was going grand. And then the third quarter, Whitegate really had a, had a great catch and got goals and went in to a, a kind of a comfortable lead, really. And at one stage then, heading towards the final minutes, it was 3.18 for Whitegate to 2.15. And unfortunately then, in the dying minutes and in the in the injury time minutes, <coughs> Tonara came good and scored two goals and a point to win it by one point. So I've been at a lot of matches and I've seen excitement and dying minutes, but the drama in this was 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 to take beaten. Yeah, I've been talking to quite a few people, uh, John uh, Jacob, uh, neutral people, you know, who yeah. said it was a match that a lot of people said they had to go to other games and wanted to leave, but they just could not leave uh, Ogarney Park yesterday. It was such the excitement was unbelievable, and you just said you just could not, you just couldn't write what was going to happen next. And unfortunately, but, you know, the the pendulum came down in favour of, of Clanlara. But John, yeah. looking at Wycott, John, with their victory over the Mills, they also played quite well against Kilmeary. There's no doubt that um, Wycott is a team that has really grown into the championship. Unfortunately, the defeat yesterday. But they're a team that has improved quite dramatically this year, Pat. Or John? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Now, the opening game, Leo, against Kilmeary was not our finest hour. And then, and then the game against the Mills played really well, and that that was a ding dong, and it could have gone either way. But even had Whitegate lost that game against the Mills, we would still regard it as a really good performance. And yesterday's surpassed that again. Now, so we people talked about the the group of five and what was going to mean and everything. And now we find ourselves with with Ina Tillamona in the driving seat with their three wins, and and the second place now is going to be between. Kilmele and Conlara and the winner of that are going to go through to a quarter final. So our game now against against Ina really will put us into third position maybe. But um, we're out of the, the relegation zone and and our team have have grown well as you say. Yeah, and I suppose uh, 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 starting off or getting up yesterday morning, you were looking forward to the quarter final, but also with one eye, I, I suppose looking back looking at the relegation battle and hoping that you weren't going to be drawn back into then, obviously, oh, can, exactly. can, you know, so I suppose even though yeah. defeat was your lot, at the end of the day, it was a good day for Wycott. They avoided, now obviously they wanted it to be a better day by getting through, but avoiding yeah. relegation in that group, I, I think is a, a tremendous feat, John. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And especially this year with, with two teams being relegated, that makes it very, very severe altogether. So we're delighted really now that we're not in, in that in that draw, so we're we're safe and hopefully now we'll have a good performance against China. Yeah, and I suppose the shekels are off now and they can afford to have a That's good it. you know and yeah. you look at you came up against formidable teams, there's no doubt about that, and, and played quite well. The team as a whole, you could has a tremendous uh, mix of experience and, and younger players, you know, who have matured quite well and have really have ah. come very much to the fore this year, John. Well, <clears throat> Leo, yesterday, excellent. Really, everyone, the, the, you, we were really proud. Though you said there, people leaving Six Mile Bridge were were, were amazed at the way the game finished. Why get people didn't leave the bridge for a while because they were stunned. They really were stunned to know what did happen in those dying minutes. But we were still hugely proud of the way the fellas played. Every one of them. Now I'm not going to mention any, but there was tremendous defenders. And and midfield and free taking was was exceptional and and as I said in the scores that were got, were, were to score three eighteen and be on the losing side in in the dying minutes was was harsh, 
But anyway, that's sport, and, and that's sport, the journey. And, 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 so. As you know yourself, John, sport is cruel, and it's only it's only yeah. the, the the drop top toss of a kind. I was talking yeah. to men in Cusick Park today, a six mile bridge man who was at the game yesterday. He said it was the best hurling game he's seen since the early seventies. Well, no, that's great to hear that, and I I think a lot of people, a lot of neutrals, would would say that as well. And I think people from Clonlara, they were delighted with the win, and yet the manner in which they 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 stole it was was talk beaten. But anyway, that's that's the way it goes. Yeah, and I suppose John also, you know, the game was changed to earlier yesterday. Um, yes. Unfortunately, there was a, a a funeral that the. Uh, Owen Quirk's grandmother had to go to and looking from all here in Scarif Bay Community Radio we offer our condolences to all indeed, the Quirk and do. extended family yes yes indeed and 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 before any game when there is a minute silence for somebody who has passed it, it you know it's hard for people to get their mind right for the game but but Pikett fellas played really well yesterday there's no doubt about and one unfortunately thing. Uh, I might as well say now our junior team were playing a quarter final about an hour ago well it finished an hour ago and we were pipped in that. Well, we weren't pipped. We were beaten by Six Mile Bridge in the quarterfinal of the Junior B Championship. Yeah, we that had that. Unfortunately, John, we had that result, and, and not not the, the weekend that that Whitegate wanted. But there's no doubt no. Uh, the the GA and the hurling is alive and well in Gatabon, and they have proved that with their performance this year. They have really, you know, younger players coming in. Also, they have really upped their game. Terence Fehi and his management team can take great credit for what they've done. The club is thriving yeah, down there, and look at it's all the animals and up for some here, John. Exactly, Leah. Yeah, we hope so. Good me- John. And on the Camogie front as well, we had kind of mixed mixed fortunes there that our intermediate team were beaten, as you announced earlier, and a junior team won their first round when they won against Cratler. So and we and we must congratulate them on winning the league there a couple of weeks ago as well. It, it was something that bypassed us here that we should have, we should have yeah. mentioned it. John Tracy. That's the third time now Whitegate and Cratler have met in this junior competition because the league final went to a replay and Whitegate won the replay <coughs> and then met in the first round of the championship. Yesterday, so it's been a busy time for them, and they could be meeting again, hopefully before before the year is out. And why can we, we look, for, we look so. forward? Exactly, to, we look Leo. forward to interest. Yeah, yeah. John Tracy, I'm talking to you now. I might as well say we had a huge crowd in Whitegate today, which we don't have often because we, we're not, if you like, a neutral venue for big matches. But Smith O'Brien's and Tulla played in Whitegate today before a huge crowd. And, um, and it was great to see that and we're delighted to see East Clare venue especially ones out on the periphery being used for big matches like that and I, we concur with that totally but the facilities that Wycott have down there they're second, second to none a, a top class pitch and everything is a credit you know, to, to, to Wycott J Club there's no doubt about that and hopefully that's only the start of a lot more games and by all accounts uh, talking to both Killaloo and Tuller this evening could only be or could only compliment what was on offer down there today from the Waikiki J Club, and we look forward to much more <coughs> of the same. John, Ch- or John Tracy, next, as always, very good to talk to you. Talk to you, Leo. All the best. Slango forward. Go to Margaret. You can see the passion in John Absolutely. Tracy, a marvellous servant to Waikiki's oh, yeah. uh, pet, you know, on and off the field, you know, as a supporter, a player, an official. He represented the black and red of Waikiki with distinction and honour. And you can see how passionate he's about, you know, the whole weekend. You know, he got it all in, Camogie. The junior team, unfortunately, pipped in. Unfortunately for Ger Hogan and uh, Ger, the chairman, who was also uh, the manager of the Waikiki Junior B team. Unfortunately, defeat, but the Sixman Bridge have a very strong Junior B team. There's no doubt about that. But then also, whatever happens on the field, Pat, on the field, is really a reflection of what happens off the field. And you can see the yeah. facilities and the way the club is run down there. Top class. We've always, we've always uh, you know, admired Waikiki. Uh, in recent years, since we started uh, talking on on our, our on sports line here about about GA matters and uh, 
Jack, Jacko, you, you could sense it in his voice there, the absolute pride. And I think even the loss, even the loss of the game isn't hasn't been able to over, overshadow the pride in the club and how pleased they are and how thrilled they are with, with their performance and with their attitude on the field and with the way the players carry themselves and with the kind of hurling they play, Leo, is outstanding. You know, to watch a really entertaining. The Mills game, I really enjoyed it. I'd love to have seen this one. It wasn't to be, but, uh, you know, what a shame they didn't get the result. But nevertheless, you know, they're a club that just, I suppose with people like Jacko and all the other people we've talked to off the field and, you know, in the history, in the history chat there as well, you know, it's no wonder that the current players are lifting their game because they have such love of that black and red and uh, long made continue and lovely facilities, as you say there. Oh, a club, a club to be absolutely admired, and uh, you know, we wish them every success. And that's that senior team, Leo. You know, isn't there's, there's plenty of good young players in it? And you know, who's to say? But maybe next year they won't take it a step much further. Yeah, and I was just going to say, it's sixty years since Fikett won uh, mm. won a senior championship. You know, and. You know, listen to commentary and views of different people around the say, Look, at Whitecliff will always pull a result. They'll always pull one. I think Pet that day has probably gone now. They've turned the corner really now. It's that, that people will not want to. People will not want Whitecliff in their group next can year. I, can I put another result in this group? Yes, they could. It might make an awful lot of difference to the future for, the, for this year. But nevertheless, I nickel the owner there now. And uh, is it shackles are off? They can just have a lash at it, and with the forwards they have and and and, and scores they can set up for themselves. Who knows? But um, you know, it would it would be lovely if they could finish the season on a high note against Andy Kilmona, or at least finish that group season anyway. But um, get into senior B maybe exactly. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, you know, just uh, I'd love to have seen them beat beaten Clonmel today when they had enough done <coughs> to do it in sixty three or four minutes. They had the lead, but uh, it wasn't to be as he said. But he's accepted it. Very philosophical about the whole thing and very calm. So, you know, there's, there's a great kind of mindset down there, in fairness. Yeah, and I suppose we, the thing is, Pat, we were caught with the Camogie game uh, during the Camogie game yesterday. We, we had our uh, commitment made to that. With the Waikiki game being changed, if we'd probably known in time, we could there. probably have fitted in, maybe fitted in both exactly. games. But look, it, it wasn't to be an unfortunate uh, defeat was for Waikiki uh, this weekend. And speaking of Waikiki, uh, the next man uh, has spent uh, most of the day in Waikiki, um, bearing in a victory for his beloved uh, Smith O'Brien's. We know he won't be right. He, he, they'll probably be. They probably played very poorly now, I suppose, uh, going by this man, even though they got over the challenge. Hope he's in the half barrel. I don't know whether he visited the half barrel or not. We'll, we'll find out. He could have a full barrel on him at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we are now joined by our Kilinu analyst and one of our team here on Scarapay Community Radio. It's Brindan O'Folo. Brindan, you're very, very welcome. How are you guys? How are you, Brindan? Good man. Brindan, a good result for Kilinu today um, over Tulla. Look, at both teams were, are still going through to the quarter final. I suppose it's probably setting down a marker, meeting the a second team coming out of the group. I don't know whether that's going to make any difference now with the way the results have gone either way. And as this intermediate invariably shows up, some very, very funny results. But Kilalu sitting quite proudly at the top of the group. And first of all, Brendan, we had John Tracy from Whitecat on before. They were absolutely delighted to have their game, have the game down there. And I know, Brendan, that you thought everything was first at facilities, everything perfect for a great game. Leo, yeah, uh, the first thing I was going to say to actually... It was absolutely fantastic down there. We haven't played a championship match down there in God knows how long. I think I, I played in the 14 game. There was the only time I played a match there. And that's gone back a few years. Yeah, you were probably but 15, you were probably 15 that time, Brendan. I was 16 <coughs> in front of the I hope nobody's pulling your beard or anything back then, Brendan. <coughs> <laughs> no, but like the pitch was absolutely fantastic. There was a lovely lush of grass. It was, it, it, you couldn't ask to play. If you couldn't hold today, and that pitch, you might as well just walk away. The grounds, everything was, it was top class. From the minute you drove in the gate, 
the stands, the stand was full, the crowd, there was a crowd there, there was a real championship flair about today. You were there, geez, these are the days you're training for in the whole act, like, you know what I mean? Now, we knew going in, both teams were true, but both teams went into it because we really hadn't been tested coming into the championship, and there's no disrespect to the teams that were in the group. And from the minute the ball was thrown in today, from the world go, this was championship flair. I must say, like, going down the home stretch, like, Sulla came out of the blocks and got three quick scores, opened to lovely hurling, Corey and McInerney up in the forwards. They were just getting pinging the ball around. We settled down. And the next thing, from about the seventh minute onwards, it was tip for tat, tip for tat. There was only one point between them at any stage, I'd say, for 50, 50, 55 minutes of that match. And <clears throat> sending off of Sean Tarpey for two yellows probably swayed it back to Smith O'Brien's favour. But even in that period, when Tuller were down to 14 men, they, read, they brought McInerney back to six, and he tore into the game. And the difference was, as you know, goals win new games. And Mike Goff got two cracking goals for us today. Um, had a great game at centre forward. And uh, I must say, like it was a real good, tough battle. And the, the joy of it was walking away out of white gate for both teams. I think both teams are very happy with the performance. We are happy with the results. But you know in your heart and soul, Tola will be at the business end of this championship as well because they came away. We both started to win looking for a good test. And I think both teams will be happy this evening to come away with that. Yeah, and does not out, Brendan. You know, both had both of you had facile victories in the first two games and you needed a test. And I suppose looking at it today, Brendan, I suppose it's not beyond the doubt the possibility that this could be in six weeks' time or maybe seven weeks' time that this could be a final, a repeat performance in a county final, Brendan. I'll take it if you're heading out if you're giving it out. <laughs> but you know, you know the problems we have to get to finals. We have to get over the semi-finals. But yeah, like you know, look, it was like it was Tuller a fine, strong side. Like you know what I mean? There's good holders in there. Curry now was the brought Curry out there to the wing and on puck out. He was very strong. He went in, in on Nolan, and you know, Nolan was so fine in him. But I thought today our backs were solid again. What him? in praise in nearly all year about our backs and our forwards worked hard and and totally can be the same as well like you know what I mean they like there was there was a right shower in before the match and it made the pitch just that little bit greasy and you know fast forwards they had to nearly steady up and get the ball and move and draw there was a few legs slipping in the hole and that was nothing to do with the pitch it was just the rain. We got a shower we I was actually in Bodaikis half 10 was our under 13s and um, the rain that fell there don't tell me you're still 10 underage no <laughs> but we went on from there and you could see the rain was moving up that way towards Wycliffe and when you were coming into Wycliffe there was a lot of heavy rain and just made the, the, the pitch that little bit greasy now it was the same for both teams And but I'll tell you one thing you know um, like Tony's <coughs> back into the match the difference was that just swung the result to me was the send it off a torpy if he wasn't sent off I would put my bottom dollar that that match was a draw because there wasn't one score between the teams for long long periods of that game and I suppose Brendan as you said there goals goals are the difference then they, they win matches and 2-16 tonight good scoring from both sides by you know by both sides in fairness but um, I suppose the two goals by Mick Goff a clean sheet was it Mark McInerney was in goals for Killoo 
Mouse back early was a goals, yeah. Clean sheet, doing well, good in the poke outs. Um, you know what? Like it's you know, now today's game, you have to win your puck out, you have to win your position and like you know, we we done that and the worked hard but like you know, um Tommy <coughs> Ritten like today was even even for hitting the freeze, you know, you were hitting long range freeze now today, you got nine nine from freeze and a pint from play good return. I think there are other forwards got a couple of scores. You know, they all scored. Brendan, but Brendan, got 2-1 from centre-forward. Yeah, but I, on that, Brendan, it's great to hear Mike off doing, doing so well. But another player I thought had great potential, and I think you did too, and you mentioned him the last days, having showed a bit a bit of form, Mikey O'Shea. And also, I suppose, I'm just wondering, Declan Power, to see, to see make any, is he making a, uh, getting into the team or coming in at any stage? There are two lads, I think, that can offer a lot to kill the forward line. Well, Declan Porno was in Poland this year, Pat. Um, Pity for your sake, because I think is before the match. Before the match started at all, we were down David Goff. David had a slight injury coming in. They didn't want to take the chance, knowing that you were going through. And then in the warm up, we lost Michael Ryan. Oh, so they were two big losses for us, like definitely. And you know, we 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 we'll, we'll have to watch them and see what way they are for the next day, like for two weeks, but. You know, we don't know what the story is with Michal. He went down with the knee and, you know, it's not nice to see that this was in the warm-up before the match. And it started to probably upset us for the first few minutes because you had everything set up, ready to go. And then with the injury, so uh, Jason Monaghan came in, in instead of him. Um, but, uh, you know, so there are two concerns we have hoping to get those lads right. But in fairness to the lads that went in, they've done well. You know what I mean? So... Like, um, and Tolo were the same. I think Tolo were missing one or two. Like it was, a, it was, a, it was a free shot to see who was going to be top of the group. You know, you were true. <clears throat> but I think you know, after the season, both teams would be happy enough coming away out of the And there's no doubt that both teams are, you know, are going to be very, very close uh, to 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 bringing uh, the Paddy Brown back to back to either side. And I suppose Brendan, looking at the other results there, we have St Joseph's and and Corafin. Not not to create a shock of all with Corfin uh, uh, turning over St Joseph's. It just says it just shows how how um, difficult it can be and, and games can be so close. You just couldn't really predict the winner. That's a big win for Corfin, Brendan. Leo, if you, if you went back to the start of the season when we were doing our preview, we we probably the teams we predicted came out, but not the way we thought they would. Yeah, you know we were expecting Corfin and Josephs to win their two games in the group. That we did, like, like ourselves in Tulla today, that we were saying these two will be playing off to see who topped the group. But it wasn't going into that game today. Like, you know, Corfin, like, I think it would, if, if Pardeen had put a score on Conlara, I think that would have put, put, um, Corfino. Could it, would it have, could it have put Joseph? Could it have, of course, it couldn't no. put Joseph out. Not, no, I don't think Joseph were in any danger. Yeah. But, like, you know, that's, you you saw Corofin last year when the players and I, and I kept saying to you like you know we were very lucky below that day in in, in Six Mile Bridge to get over Corofin and um, like they're a good side and like that this could reignite now their season because that's a massive win for Corofin yeah. today you know Josephs are are hot on everyone's lips for this intermediate championship and. You know, we were watching that match today on Twitter, watching the scores, and that was that was a ding dong battle the whole way through as well. And the other result, um, the other result, uh, sorry, Brendan, the other result for for the clock catches was, of course, Tubber doing the 
unfortunately from my, our point of view up our way uh, beating Six Mile Bridge who I thought were, were very impressive and uh, Tober started off very badly and there as you say again we expected them and, and the bridge to come up but not in the way they did and Tober unfortunately winning yesterday unexpectedly I think uh, put Kilnina out but anyway that's another story um, so as you say yeah this intermediate championship always turns up surprise results the, 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 the top teams might get through but they often have to take the, the scenic route yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, going into today, people would be probably saying, Corofin won't get through, you know, the, the way you're expecting the trend to go. But it just goes to show you when when a, when a team puts their mind to it and, and, and gets stuck in. And, like, you know, they're no bad side lads. They're, they're a good, strong physical side and they'll be introducing players from the team, the minor team, say, that won with, with, with Rowan. They are, you know, there's good holders up there, the yeah. Cals. They're introducing a few young lads, and you know that could be the difference. Like you know, of re- that that now could really ignite Corfin. You know, their probably heads were down after losing the first match. Got back onto the second match and knew what they had to do. And that was a pressure game today. Like you know, that was that was. Maybe Brendan, like maybe that was the difference. Maybe Brendan, maybe that was the difference today. That Corfin had the hunger that they had to win. With St. Joseph's known very well in the comfort that they were gone through either way quite possible you know what I mean you don't know did Joseph pull off fellas we don't know what team they started you know what I mean you, you, you just don't know yeah you see they, they have the football they have the football as well so you don't know yeah like you know if they if they had injuries going into this match there was no need for them to play those fellas you know what I mean so you just you just don't know probably we see the teams and, and, and what way they lined out but you know like Corsin are no bad side or a good strong physical side you know um, there's good holders there uh, we saw we saw what they were careful the last year, and they will have a massive say in this championship again. Like you know, I think they're coming through as runners up. So like, whatever team gets those, like you know, you're going to be in for a battle. Like. What's the what's the betting, Brendan and Brafa Arkilalu and Corfin meeting in, in a repeat of last year's quarter final yeah. down in Six Mile Bridge once more? Oh, Leo, I'm not the betting type. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't know. You just wouldn't know. Like, is the possible? I think. Sure. Who is it? Uh, is there who? Did top their group? No, Ruen. So you you have Budai. Ah, yeah. So you'll be looking. You'll be looking for the handy option in Budai anyway. There's no doubt about that. No, I'm only saying the three teams that stay there. You have Budai, Ruen, and Tober. Yeah, Tober. Tober be a second team. Well, Tober. So like, you're. you're, you're you're going That's to have second. no easy quarter-final, let's. Yeah, there's no, no, nothing easy, nothing easy. That's for sure. But look at, Brendan, it is good to talk to you. The, our um, Killaloo and Tulla gone forward, but Killaloo have stole a match. Maybe, you know, just put down a bit of a marker that, you know, they, they got beaten in the semi-final by last year's eventual winners. They, they mean business and tend to go all the way. And who's to say that they won't? Brendan Foley, as always, very good to talk to you. Take care, lads. Take care, on. Take care. Brendan Quite confident. Don't know uh, yeah. about that. And Kilo up and running. That's a big game. That's a big win from Pat. Well, the one thing now is they're getting a bit of consistency going, aren't they? Because Kilo could be inconsistent. A brilliant one day. Over the years, I'd associate them outstanding one day, and the next day they could, not, I won't say fall apart, but you know, be very, very unimpressive. And um, very often they wouldn't be always, always pulling together brilliantly. But I'd say, you know, there's a great atmosphere down there. I think there's a lot of unity there. But you know, where Brendan's talking, you know, with the performances as well. They're putting the performances together and. Uh, now, today's result might not matter an awful lot, but then again, if you know you top your group and you get the second team, the other side might be just two or three points, 
not a low weaker than the top top team, so it could just be make a big difference. But I, it's it's just shape enough to be a brilliant championship again. Um, but I will have a say, no question about it. They'll be hard to beat, Leo. You mightn't think that they're ready to go too far, but they'll still be hard to beat. But um, it's, it's shape enough to have you the top teams coming through. I was hoping Killeen would only beating the score difference. Uh, our, our biggest issue was six mile bridge day. I think we, we dropped the heads when when when, when uh, Todd Kelsey got the second yellow, and we. we I've heard people saying since that they're now sorry they didn't just dig in and make it a battle and fight and just keep the scoreline low rather than sort of, you know, maybe not just not just uh, thinking that they had a chance in, in that game. But uh, look at it's history now. But it's shaped up to be a great quarter final, semi finals, and final in this individual championship. And Pat, unfortunately, you know, you were at the Kinnina in the Kinnamona game yesterday, yeah. and it's probably a point that people forgot going into Leicester that. And I think it was a Denny made a point, Denny Chapman, who was our next guest one night on one of our previous here. He says, scoring difference is going to be very important here. And I've never seen as many lads at hurling matches as I was at today on, 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 on phones and Twitter Absolutely. and watching one game and checking another game. You know what I mean? And I suppose Just maybe something back, came back to bite Kinnina maybe. Back to bite. No, I missed the, missed the Sixth Bell Bridge game. But um, a lot of commentary from people in the club that I'd be, you know, whose opinions I'd respect, who said we kind of, a little bit through in the towel in that bridge game when it wins against us rather than it's just digging in you know making it a battle and, and just holding the score down and, and, and trying to be really really competitive but yesterday's game they played very well in the second half young players great to see them come through Ian Kelsey or Ian Kelsey Ian um, McNamara Keith Smith Garrod Keane but two brilliant goals those young lads coming along sporting Mark Flaherty and the others Cahal uh, Noonan again superb but full back so um Sadly, and a, a lad we know who contributed to our programme, Sean Glynn, went down injured with a, a very, very badly gashed knee. The game was stopped for 10 minutes. He was taken away by the car to hospital. Thankfully, he's out last night, all bandaged up on a crutch. Uh, and uh, we wish Sean very well, actually. But I think it affected all lads in the first game because, you know, when you have a 10 minute stop, the players went off kind of warming up again and all this kind of thing. And they were worried about, about Sean. He's, he, he, he bravely slid into a tackle to kill the ball and unfortunately got. An accidental wallop, I'd say, into the knee, but it was a very, very bad gash, I think. But uh, look at hopefully he'll recover quickly. But did affect the second half, played really good hurling, and uh, as I said, unfortunately for us, too late. Yeah, we wish Sean all of us here. He was a, 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 a spokesman last year, but all, did, uh, did, at the minor game well, and spoke yeah. quite, quite well. Unfortunately for Kinlina Pet, their championship has ended. Look at two out of three is good enough, obviously, is good, but not good enough. But Pat, I think the transition has kind of come for Kinnina. They were, you know, going through a lull there for a while, maybe just trying to keep their status. You know, they've moved on to another level and now with these younger players and more maybe to come through, they can move on to another level, Pat. Well, it's at the average age of the team now is probably 23 or 4. And if you take instead of 43. Average, and I'd say if you took, uh, instead of 30 or 43. And it, Mark Flaherty, I suppose, is the senior citizen there now and Mark was outstanding yesterday. But uh, if you take Mark out of the equation, it's a very young squad. So that gives hope. And uh, the numbers are there as well. And uh, I thought just the second half yesterday, they played some brilliant hurling, uh, really quality hurling, fabulous scores got. And, uh, you know... We always look forward to next year. That's the good about the GA. Next year is always around the corner. The likes of Denny doesn't have to worry about next year. They'll be keep winning this year, the bridge and 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 and, and, and that. But uh, we have to think of next year now. Yeah, and I suppose and Pet just to follow on, but I had a big win over Clare Castle yesterday. Very impressive. It was a facile victory, but I I missed the first first wa- until the first water break. I missed that. I we had to go away and get jerseys, and I arrived back, and the score was two points to one in favour of Clare Castle. Right, but I get their jersey turned inside out. Yeah, obviously it, warmed up to it. As it turned out, once they got the jerseys on them and uh, they played for the pride, the parish, and next thing they came on and they turned over a rake of scores. But it was yeah. really look at they, they should have been probably training again today. Nobody wants to meet you, Leo. 
that's what you always say that's what you always say but look at they're in the hat and that but look at there is stuff that has to be ironed out there with I suppose selection and attitudes of players and things like that that needs to be sorted out and sorted out quick but look at I suppose there was never anything one in but like without being a small piece of controversy in it anyway but look they're in the quarter final you need a bit of a needle and a bit of a row now when they get to clear the air and build build a bit of all momentum yeah there's a small bit over there at the moment that needs to be cleared but look at they're in the quarter final young lads playing very very well um, Shawnee Doyle yesterday at wing back has scored, I think he scored 7 points maybe a lot of people said he should be out the field further I think myself he should be out around the middle of the field but look that's for that's for, that's for for the management that's their, that's their decision to make you know younger players getting getting their chance you know playing playing quite well and, and look at they're going to be in there there's a lot of holding left in this Leo they'll, they'll make it a battle for, mm. for, for anybody uh, uh, so far I think even the introduction of Sean Brown started yesterday for Bodeikin had a bit of physicality we saw him in another 21 right. final a few years ago he was putting himself around yesterday in the Clare Castle boys and uh, broke up mm. broke up a lot of plays set up an awful lot of scores and there's great uh, numbers and uh, alternatives on the bench in that Leo that's the best that's the best for any squad I think to have to have you know a, a variety of players you can try out you know, 22 or 3 maybe rather than just depending on the same 16 or 17 always do you know that's the big thing yeah the only thing is that you know coming out of the group they, they, they've had their test again when which they didn't uh, perform to their best they had a rather facile victory yesterday. They have a few weeks to prepare. Obviously, they'll, they'll get a couple, couple few games in. Conditions are going to change now again, as you said. But look at they're in there and, and they're in there with a chance. They have as good a chance as anybody. But I suppose now we turn to men who's manager of a team who has a better chance than most. Uh, maybe, no but, but maybe might be not too happy with his his own intermediate team's uh, performance at the weekend turned over by Tubber, which, you know... Thanks maybe for, maybe thanks, not maybe thanks, not have a surprise. Thanks to everybody. very much, Denny, for that. <laughs> but um, it's Denny Chaplin, very man, very good to here on Scarafay Community, one of our, our 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 sports team here. Denny, you're welcome once again. Thanks, Leo. Denny, I suppose look at first of all um, that group and and Pat McNamara says thanks thanks very 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 much. But putting us out, yeah, by, by put by putting them out. But Denny, as you well know, and. Six Mile Bridge first team down through the years, even when they were playing Tubber, I was found it had to be Tubber. And it was no different on this occasion, uh, Denny. Absolutely. Um, look at Tower one by four points yesterday. To me, they were, you know, it was close game. They were they were valued. I, I would have said a better team won on the day. Um, we had a lot of we had a lot of wide just you know we had um, maybe five or six scoreable frees which. Sean Lynch now, in fairness, he, he, you know, he, I couldn't question him. He's been outstanding for us for the last couple of years uh, as a free-taker. But just yesterday, he just had enough there. And likewise, some of the other forwards just didn't click. And we have, we created plenty of chances, but uh, just didn't take them. Whereas I thought Tober were clinical. You know, they, they got the chances. They took them. Um, questionable penalty. I would question Mr. Healy's decision that came in a penalty but you know what I mean oh, I'd always question the referee anyway um, well, you're not going to change now Denny that's for sure I'm not going to change at this stage uh, I still think it was no more a penalty than Shep the dog but he gave it and if we had came from six down to be within a point of Tubber at the time and you know the penalty kind of just like a, a, a nail and a, a nail into our coffin again and we were still chasing the game after that, and you know, you know, we 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 kind of brought them in at halftime. The the second quarter of the game actually cost us big time yesterday. We 
they outscored us maybe one five to two points in the second after the first water break, and that was a big thing for us. And we we brought it, we regrouped at half time and uh, spoke to the lads about taking it nil all. And you know we attacked the second half and we tried. We we actually won the second half by two points. Unfortunately, we were six down at half time. So. Then, then you just while you're there, speaking of those water breaks and that, is it time to confine them to the bin of history next year? Because you know, okay, if it works for you, but an awful lot of teams this weekend lost their momentum, and maybe the lesser teams Absolutely. sometimes lost their momentum going well. I'd say I know it happened in the evening in the Kawagi match I was watching. So, um, do you know, is it time to confine them to history next year? Uh, that's our opinion here, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more. I think there should be. And sign at this stage, they should be gone. You know, what purpose to deserve? You know, as you say, when a team has momentum, it just it's like it breaks everything. It breaks the rhythm, and you know, it's just an unnecessary break. Um, and and I'd be delighted if they were gone. Actually, here, here, yeah, yeah there's no no doubt about that. But bridge, uh, Denny, for the bridge with your intermediate team, Denny, is it a kind of a wake up call maybe that you you might have needed and a, a boost, uh, you know, a kicking the behind to your, your own? That's you know, yeah. that look at there's the going to be, you know, this, this is what you're going to be playing from here on in. Yeah, you, you said it there earlier, Leo. The bridge always find it hard to beat Tober anyway. Um, you know, be it senior, be it intermediate, whatever. <clears throat> Tober seemed to have the measure of us, you know, and we just. Try as we did yesterday, and we did try, and you know we've done a lot of good things. But Tober just seemed to be that much, a, just a small little bit ahead of us all day. And you know, it's just we were chasing the game after that second quarter, after that second water, first water break. We were chasing the game for the rest of the day, and we we never we never really got in front. And uh, you know, I, I just thought. It was a good. It was a good lesson for us yesterday. We probably played as good as we can play against Kilinana, and unfortunately for Kilinana, um, we we racked up a big score. And I know it put us out, put them out of it yesterday. But after their great win against Tubber, they got no reward for it, you know. But um, having said all that, a lesson for all lads too. You know, you must fight to the bitter end in all games, and you know that that's important yeah, too. So, yeah. so it's no harm for all yeah, lads to learn that and, lesson. And, Agreed, Pat, and they probably did fall away against that's those. Right, that's what I'm hearing. There wasn't yeah, that, but I'm hearing yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, 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 and look yeah, at exactly. Yeah, and and Denny, turning today, your 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 other your 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 own club, your your club, your domicile now, uh, Broadford and 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 Cretlow. and look at we all <laughs> understand the difficult times that it is down down there in 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 Bradford at the moment, and I I for the I for the life of me don't know even know how lads would even comprehend uh, to play hurling, but as we said, life goes on, and and you have to move on. And yeah. and then of course you haven't been lucky with injuries or anything either. It just seems to be a, a, a real casualty camp down there. You know, put up a great battle again, Cretlo. Unlucky to come out uh, with a four point defeat, Denny. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, for the first half, in in fairness to Cretlo, they they had plenty of chances in the first half. Never were brought for the way. But I have to say, in the second half, Bradford were very good. Just sort of bust the second half. Um, you know, we're we're unlucky to come away with a four point defeat. It doesn't really tell the story of the game. You know, Kirot Ryan made a great save in the second half from Stefan McMahon. Could have we got that to the actually but was in front at the time. Um you know, I I thought I thought Prophet's second half performance was excellent yesterday and 
Unfortunately, you know, the injuries, they did come against us. We didn't have the bench yesterday because because of the injuries. We lost um, Team Mulqueen at the end of the Bellier game. He ended up with his crochet done. Last Tuesday night, probably t- or, sorry, Taylor. not probably, uh, Shane Taylor um, wrecked his hamstring and oh, he's actually out for the year now. He's, he, he, that's how bad he pulled it. Tour. And he, he won. And of course, Keen Crimmins, Crimmins also. Keen Crimmins. King Clemens, uh, yeah, the last day, and they're all huge losses. I mean, you know, it's just a typical small club, and he's you can't afford to lose one man, not alone losing three or four of them, you know. Uh, but not making any excuses, I suppose, against like like the bridge and, and Tubber on the balance of play, Prato just about deserved to win it. But I thought Bradford gave a great account of themselves in the second half, and. A small bit of luck could have got even a draw out of it, you know. But it just—it's a, it's a great championship. It just brings it all down now to the crocheting game at the end, and you see who goes into relegation, yeah. see who goes into CNB. Yeah, and I suppose, Jenny, uh, on one final note, good to see Keane O'Brien uh, lining out in goal for Bradford. Brilliant, and you know, um, I'm actually enjoying a few sociable um, beverages with his with his dad at the moment, Coffees, yeah. and. Yeah, coffees. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sociable coffees. And um, I, 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 you know, Keane made an absolutely brilliant save yesterday in the end from from uh, Lee, uh, Shane Absolutely brilliant save yesterday, and it was great. And he's, you know, it was great to see him on the field. And I was at Junior's uh, our Junior A game this evening. I know on his brother. Um, Scored ten of our fourteen points this evening. You know, it's, it's, it's tremendous to see him back in action. And you know, they, we all know the O'Brien family in East Clare. You know, they're steeped in Holland. They love it, and and it was great to see the two boys. You know, getting. I, I suppose it, it helps them in some small way to get over the the unfortunate tragedy that has occurred. And you know, life has to go on. And. Keane gave a good account of himself yesterday. Owen gave a good account of himself this evening. And, you know, we're just trying to run with it now and get on to better things. Yeah, and in, in fairness, it just shows the character of the two boys that they could come out and perform like that. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There's, there's not about we and, and look, they can, only, they can only be applauded, as can the O'Brien yeah. family. And I suppose there's no doubt you, you couldn't be in better company for those those coffees. There's no doubt about that. Denny, finally, um, I suppose one of the matches of the weekend... Uh, concerned your 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 your, your bridge uh, uh, senior team coming up against the local team here uh, uh Scarif and I suppose not too many give Scarif a chance to uh, going into this game you know but we, the bridge, we did before in fairness the, the bridge were already through yeah. but I I've never seen as many uh, people as I said looking going through Twitter or whatever trans following results this was a good game and and, and you know the bridge looking enough to get over <clears> it in in the end but. Scarif have shown, I suppose, uh, Denny, that they have arrived and are had going to have a good stay in Cena. All going well. All going well. And, and look at I was at the game, as, as as you know, and I thought Scarif were tremendous today. Um, they really put it up to the bridge. And, you know, it, it's probably just a pity that they didn't hold out for even a draw, uh, which, would have, which would have been enough to put them through. I thought some of the young Crotty at wing forward was just absolutely tremendous. There, we <coughs> he's all know he's some game, yeah, six, some game. Yeah, some games. Mac Rogers six points in play, three frees. You know, nine points again, a great return. I thought if if you want to be critical, I thought 
Uh, Scarif maybe made a small mistake in bringing Mark Rogers out to centre forward or bringing him away. I thought he was a huge threat inside and they didn't need to bring him out. I know the ball maybe wasn't going in, but when it did go in, he was causing untold problems for Barry Fitz inside. Uh, I thought um, some of the some of the Scarif players, you know, their use of the ball was brilliant. And they probably deserve something out of the game. You know, um, it, it all binds down to know the, the, the Shannon game, their first outing in Senior really has come back to haunt them, you know, and, and they were better. And we all knew, we have said it and numerous times, that they were better <coughs> than they performed that night. And, and it has come, come back to haunt them, you know. They'd like to go out, which go out of the championship and score difference. I know they're in the Senior B, but. You know, they they went out to the championship and scored us, and tonight, you know, they were desperately unlucky today not to get a, not to get at least a draw out of the game. Yeah, and a very good game, and I suppose uh, Denny again, uh, goals win games, and uh, and men very central to scoring the goals are being involved in the goals for Six Mile Bridge. But maybe I suppose the meant there was the difference between the two teams in the end. Shane Amory. Well, uh, yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was the difference. I thought he was tremendous. I thought he had an absolutely superb game. One two. He's contributed himself and he did uh, Bridges' first goal. Basically, he set it up. I thought, you know, whatever has to be done, I, just, I, I have said this before and I've said it on Scarif Bay, whatever has to be done, Shane he needs to be got back into the county setup. We don't have that many class acts that we can afford to leave him. You know, just because he's not enjoying Holland, that's, there's something that has to be done. We need to get him back with Claire. We all want Claire having the best players possible playing from, and I believe Shane has one of them. He was tremendous I, today. He was the difference between the two teams. I concur fully with that. I had great time for Shane going up along through the development squads. Um, as, uh, just to, and of course, Jamie Shannon had a big loss to you as well today. You know, I don't think he's even togged uh, uh, Denny. But just one, one quick one for you uh, in general. Isn't, isn't it just fantastic that we're back to the round robin and the groups and all these games and all the various permutations today and the final day? You know, it's proven to be yet a wonderful championship again with surprises and drama and calculators needed to calculate who's going where. It's, it's, it's seriously enjoyable uh, championship. I don't know if the quality is as good as your Cork, your Kilkenny's or tips, but it certainly is a fantastic from clear point of view anyway, isn't it, Danny? Yeah, and you know, we had great games this weekend. Um, between between the three of us, I suppose we've been at a lot of them, and uh, we, there was drama involved everywhere. I think <coughs> it has been a great championship, both senior and intermediate. Absolutely, like, yeah. we all know that the, the intermediate championship is probably a harder championship to win than the than the senior championship, and it's it's turning out that when we're looking at quarterfinals, you look at what's what's left in it. There's eight serious teams left Absolutely. in the intermediate championship. Um, the eight team, well, we don't know the full makeup of the <coughs> senior championship as of yet, but uh, we know seven of them, I suppose. And here again, we're boiling up the it's boiling nicely now. We're going to have two serious championships to, to finish off, you know. Um, like for us, uh, as a six mile bridge in the intermediate, you know, we're, we're looking at we're in part A, we'll call it, with the winners in closure, and we're looking at playing either. Uh, Tulla, Kil, um, Tulla, or Bodaik, or Corrafin. Um, you know, there's 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 three tremendous teams. You know, and there's going to be tremendous matches in quarterfinals. You know, um, the only thing, the only 
criticism I have of it is the intermediate championship. Why we have to wait four weeks to play the? I was going. What, I was going to. I was going to ask you that question, Denny, before we finished up. What is the? What is the the, the problem, or why have we to wait that long? I, I, I don't know, Leo. I, I just don't know, and. and it, to me, there's no reason whatsoever why these matches can't be played in two weeks' time. I, I just don't know what the what the reason is behind it. Uh, maybe they'll be maybe maybe the county board or whatever the CC will come to their senses. There's a meeting or they're doing their draws tomorrow night, and maybe if clubs send in their views, I've made it known. It, it, it's you know four weeks down the road, you know everything pitches are going to be different. The weather is going to be different. It's a different kind of a championship. Yeah. And when the when the weather yeah. is good, and why not get it out and get it played? Yeah, but why not play them in, in two weeks' time? And, and if there is a draw, have a replay rather than having to go to extra time and having to go to penalties, which is going to be the format in four weeks' time. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, no, no, I told, like, we totally concord with that, Denny. Denny, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think there's a, a coffee being called for you there, so we're not going there's, to... There's, a, there's, a, there's actually... I'm just looking in the door here. There's actually two coffees in front of me. Excellent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're no one... You won't sleep a wing tonight, Denny. No, the way you... Oh, he'd sleep well. There's no doubt about it. He'd sleep quite well. Denny, as always... Before they, before they get cold, we'll take care of them. That's all I can say. <laughs> but, man, Denny, as always, good to talk to you, and thanks for all your help over the weekend, and we will talk to you uh, again before the next round of the championship. Enjoy those coffees, Denny, and look at say hello to all in Bradford. Sleep well. Thank you very much. Thank okay. you. Thanks, Denny. Denny, Denny's in good order, Pat. There's no, no, no doubt about that. Great uh, coffee uh, at McVahan's, I say, down there in Fairness. Uh, do a I lovely coffee. And, and, and he's in, 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 in good especially, company especially also. Especially imported beans, I think, from somewhere in Kenya or somewhere, yeah. <laughs> Pat, look, we had to go without having our own word about, about, about Scarif. And what a turnaround. Four weeks ago, coming <coughs> out of O'Garney Park when they were defeated by Voltones, no one could really foresee there was desperate disappointment coming out that, you know, we're scared of ready for, for, for senior ranks at all. You know, credit you to all. They, they You know, they gathered around and uh, they came back and got the win over Clare Castle. And to put the team that has won the last two county championships to pin out the colour today is testament to all involved. Well, Leo, first of all, I agree and it's fantastic and I'm delighted to hear it. But obviously, as, as you were at the game and I wasn't, I'm, I'm going to turn it back slightly on you just maybe to get a few opinions on the game. First of all, I, I heard bits on the radio, but uh, our own as this massive junior B ga- junior C game was on, I had to watch, and a friend of mine joined me and I had to chat to him. And of course, I was also aware of the fact I might be called in at any stage to help out, you know, get my boots. But uh, <laughs> I, they didn't. I was a little bit disappointed they didn't. But uh, all jokes aside, um, you know, the, the talk afterwards on the radio was that uh, the young players, the, uh, Cro- young Crossy, oh, I heard was outstanding. Again, no, I didn't hear much more. All I can say is that I'm delighted that Scarlett are making such progress. Six Little Bridge are a serious team. You can be sure any team uh, it, with Davy involved or Tim Crow and those didn't ease up for any reason today. They were going to beat Scarlett as much as they could and, and, and make set down a marker for the rest of the team. So I think Scarlett are just, we did say they're capable of playing good quality senior hurling. And uh, I heard everyone being praised from Liam Doyle up to the top of the field, or the top of the left and subs by uh, by the lads today on the radio. So, you know, for you today, what was the difference in, in the improvement from the first day? What were the main things you saw that they were doing right? Pet, I, I suppose going back to the Wooltons game, and I suppose they, they lost an awful lot. They didn't seem to go along with a lot of puck outs that day and didn't seem, you know, didn't, weren't, weren't winning now. The day was, 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 the conditions were poor maybe and the breach was wet or whatever. They did reassess, there's no doubt. They started to go shorter uh, the last day. With, you know, in fairness to Wooltons, they didn't let them go, go short mm-hmm. anyway, but they, they, they worked the puck out quite well. I thought against Clare Castle, they even worked it a lot better today. They brought Dermot Nash back from midfield, back to wing back. And Dermot was available at all times. He was, and you know, he was, he was moving around. Control. He was never steady. Great man to you know, great, coach, yeah. He was always, Conor Maloney, 
you know, and, and, and that set up, that must have been tired of hitting the ball today. He hit so much ball today, you know, right? Then you have Young O'Grady at cornerback. There's a man, there's a player for the future. A real, an unsung hero for me this year, Owen O'Grady at cornerback. Absolutely outstanding. Aiden and better by the, the all reliable and, and ditches here. Michael, Seven. what a captain, mm-hmm. what a leader. And, you know, this will re- this performance here will reinvigorate Michael and he will get back in and get back leading the team again. And next. And man I thought was maybe a loss overall at the end of the day was maybe they could have moved up was Parik Brody and I must say and that you know maybe at 41 or 40 years young there's plenty I saw Brody out doing the warm up today you know there's another year left in him I would say he, I'd imagine with the serious injury that he had he won't like to go by not playing uh, in, in senior championship and the way he was running around in the warm up today I'd say quite possible you know that you know you'll see him Maybe not. He probably did the, yet the year out, but you will see him again in 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 twenty twenty two. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great to great hear. First of all, like. from Paulie's point of view, I talked to his mother the other day, and she said he was on the way back, and thankfully she was delighted that he was, and and uh, I, I'm delighted as well to hear that because obviously what a servant he is. Leo, you said about the pokeouts. Obviously, they decided they were going to play the ball around a bit at the back so that it gets space to try and avoid this bridge sweeper system. Did that work overall? Do you think fairly well? Did they keep I, out of it. I, I thought. I thought it. It. It has definitely showed. They have showed what, what, how you can be six man bridge today. There's no doubt about that. Now, obviously, Maury is a tremendous centre back, right? Tremendous sweeper. He's at it with years, and and yes. you know, he's, he knows the role. You know, okay, he's not. He's not as fast as he was another day. Carl met another man that was always available for the puck out today as well. You know, and I suppose what they done was they walked it up and went up along by the sides. They tried to keep it down by the sides. Do you know what I mean? Now, maybe they're probably short, maybe one or two players all the time, one or two inexperienced players who will learn a tremendous amount uh, from, from, from this year for, for Scarif. Now, Marty Cunningham went into midfield yeah, and, and was a Keelan revelation. Hatch, wasn't it? And Keane Hatch. Yeah. Keel- now, now, that's a half place to be middle third against Ixmael Bridge and yet those lads obviously... No, heaven said that. Carl Benorm was lucky uh, for the bridge that he didn't... <clears> um, get a car to Derek. I, I, I think he was. I think he was, to be fair. Yeah. You know, I, I think Wayne... Wayne pulled out. There's no doubt about that. Even in discussion with, the, with his own, but I think they pulled out of it. To be fair, but was there an injury involved in that incident? Well, young O'Grady went down. Right. Like, you know, the two of them were tangling, and look at it takes two to tangle. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. You, are, you know, but if, if Malone did get the red line, I'd get the red card on the line. There's no guarantee he's got to Oh no, 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 no. dig in, you know. But but having said that, if it was deserved, it was deserved. So yes. Yeah. But having said that, say, the goals was worked. That the ball Maury came up and played a one-two <coughs> with Brian Curry, one-two back and in to Jason Knockdown, and he put it in. Like, do you know what I mean? And then the second goal, the ball. Went in over who had come up the field bombing Shane only Maury again. Mm-hmm. Like Maury finished up with one two from wing back. There was there was two points was the difference in the end. He's a real modern game player. Oh, just you. what you want in this well, modern this left, game. This player playing left back half back now has to score one three. Yes. Or you're not going you're to right be right on. Do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> the, yeah. This is what Limerick have done. Have done for it. Shane Maury is built for that kind of hurling. But Petty went up the field today, and I'd say one thing. You know, if this man wasn't a hurler. He'd definitely be a top class sprinter. There's no doubt about it's that. Pace to burn, yeah. You know, he has pace to burn and, and, and look at with the hurling ability he has. But I think the difference in the second half pet today was again the water breaks. The bridge started always uh, better yeah. after the water breaks. Because you see like, Leo, the experienced and just to interrupt you for a second, the experienced and and the teams with all these expert coaches, they're going to find a way in the Warby if they haven't been going well to sort it out. Where the less experienced team may be doing well beforehand, they don't know how to maintain that because they haven't got maybe all, all the, you know, the experience and the sideline, techno- t- t- you know, know-how and all that kind of thing. I mean, the, se- the, the old seasoned campaigners will use the water break to change things slightly and 
get back into it. And that's why I think the water breaks favour the stronger t- teams. I, I actually believe that. Yeah, but going back to the first half, like to, at the uh, end of the first water break, to six points to five in favour of Scarif, just two seven to one ten at half time. They recover from concession, conceded <coughs> two goals. Crossy, some of the points he got. Absolutely unbelievable. And feel, and apart from his uh, score taken, he's winning at the ball, laying off with the ball. This is the one thing I thought was Scarif. Their use of the ball today, I thought was was tremendous. Right, you know, and they went long at times. Maybe they didn't get the, you know, the the, the reward that they deserved, and they were unlucky. Now, young Shane Kevner, man, we have spoke about, you know, mm-hmm. things just didn't go his way. To, he is one for the future. There's no doubt that. Patrick Ryan, how did he go? Uh, was he had a tough mark now in in, in Maury, Do you know what I mean? But oh, look course, at Kevin's yeah, yeah, all yeah. read himself into the ground. He had it's been carrying yeah. an injury into the game. Yeah. There's not about that. Mm. John Scanlon was a man who I thought was I thought was unlucky, you know, <coughs> to be left off the first fifteen today. Was tremendous when he came on. Definitely tremendous. Now Conor Mack started. Yeah, so, anyway, so. He got as good a goal as you'd see in Cusick Park. He nearly burst in it. There's no doubt. As Fantastic. good a goal, he really turned back the years. And Scarlett would need Conor Mack maybe to stay on for another year as well. You know, to, for to, the young lads. Yeah, you know, for, for, the strength, for the benefit yeah. of it all. Yeah. You know, then you come to the second half. Of course, Mark Rogers. We know what Mark done. Oh, like they always said, they were chasing him. It was hard to get space against the bridge, and he was being followed. Do you know what I mean? Um, all over the place. But the one thing I thought with the bridge was, especially in the third quarter, right, and in third in, the bridge were shooting from far out. They kept the scoreboard ticking and ticking and ticking and ticking. They were, you know, yeah. and then Scarif came and maybe missed one or two chances, you know, difficult free, you know, balls that went wide. But they were they were half chances, really, do you know what I mean? And then, of course, we had the time, we had the thing at the end then with the time, you know, I suppose, again, we're not too sure. There was supposed to be six minutes of any time. Now, whether it was six minutes from the time that that he added on from the time he went in or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But again... Did six go on the board? I didn't even know. He didn't, no, I didn't oh, see yeah. the board. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you yeah. also didn't see... You, 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 you also didn't see you had to watch the scoring. <clears throat> they were watching the scoring difference in the sideline. You could see there was lads running, you know, that type. Again, Maury got one too. He went in again in the second half and went in and shot for a goal and he died the goal. He saved a good save now, in fairness, mm-hmm. on that occasion. And at that time, the bridge were going to go out and you'd say, he's scoring different, going to catch you. Like, But again, Scarif came and they're ready to gain. Do you know what I mean? And Mark Great Rogers, side of a team, yeah. you know, Crossy finished with a point again. Do you know, to bring it back. And still... And there was a free near the end that Liam took into the edge of the square, hoping that something might happen and it just didn't happen far. Was, but I, I, think maybe they, I think maybe, Could looking back at it, you know, they might have maybe gone maybe gone short or whatever. Do you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they were going yeah. driving it in. You know yourself the long ball doesn't always win. But Mark shot one wide from a long way out in his own half back line as well. Do you know what I mean? They might have worked it up. They were probably conscious at the time and they yeah. were going they were going for it and they were watching the other result as well. Do you know what I mean? But I have to say in the space of a few weeks, how they turn around and look at the management. They've also done Maloney, he was involved with them there as well. You know, Mark McKenna. They were busy. They've done tremendous work over the last number of weeks to turn it around from the World Tones match to give the performance they gave today. And look at they finished the season on a high in the senior championship. I know they have the senior B now whether they're going to take it serious or not. I, I'm not too sure. You yeah. know, coming four weeks down the road. It's hard to know, is, is it, it's hard to know what, what way they'd probably have a go at it, you know what I mean? But really in the mind your 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 season well, is over. Your season's over the season. Well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not sure of the relevance myself to be quite honest about it. But look Every senior game is good for them, though, Leo, the younger It is for the younger you know, players, so that's, that's but I tell you, the, the younger players, and, and look at your time. I'd be, myself, I'd be amazed if Crossy, if Crossy uh, doesn't get a call. I'd be absolutely amazed if he doesn't get a call to the senior. Lohan. Yeah, Absolutely. I would imagine. I mean, it's said to be in high ball. Absolutely. He reminds me of normally Conor Whelan from Galway, the way he strikes left and right and kind of, do 
you know, he just died around Cusick Park was made for that man. You know, the two days he just died around Cusick Park. O'Grady's a man you're going to hear about again. There's no doubt about that. Of course, we all know about Mark Rogers and what they've they've done. And there's more players to boot to come through, you know what I mean? And Look at, and injuries to be healed up for next year as well which exactly, is very hopeful and you know, exactly, great and hope, yeah. but to be disappointed after make. coming out after losing to the last county championship the last two years is a measure of how it's far they've come in huge, in huge, huge strides made yeah. and that's a brilliant summation of the game Lee, because I was dying to hear some of the detail uh, having missed it obviously and uh, you know it's great to hear all that detail and uh, obviously all good for Scarif apart from the result but you know you, a lot of people might predict a 10 point defeat for Scarlet today the bridge would lord that was far from the truth and to hear the young lads blossoming that you know and, and I suppose the age profile of the team is getting younger as well in terms of the average age so all that is good and Paddy Brody coming back certainly he might put up the age profile but it certainly won't harm the squad and no, Moss Mac and those as well yeah. everybody is vital you know yeah, and there will be yeah. younger players their junior team are still in the junior yeah. championship there will be one or two coming out of that as well you know there's a there's an Eno O'Brien there you know some of the Tony's of the famous O'Brien yes. clan there you know he's a man that could you know <coughs> lovely striker of O'Brien Ty Kevner there's more Connor Downs there's more you know one thing we should do as well as mention before, in case we forget it or don't do it uh, just like, is talk about Scarlet GA Club and they're, they're going well in hurling and there's a lot of positives and all that and Kwogi of course but yesterday hosting the book launch for Tomas McInmara's book on the Scarif Matters I think I wasn't able to attend you with the hurling unfortunately I was dying to get back to it but it didn't happen but I think Jim and all the team and the Scarif Club here hosted a, a fantastic event I listened to the podcast last night very very early this morning should I say after coming back after a few coffees myself and I'll uh, tune into the yeah, whole coffee, thing coffee, very seems, coffee seems to be the brew the weekend uh, there's no doubt about so, that but, uh, it was this morning if you anyway there's no doubt about that everything was highly impressive and the organisation by the club here and Scarif Bay Radio being involved was just to cap off what was really a very very good weekend for Scarif GA and Best to look to Tomas in the book. I think it's a great. I can't wait to get my hands on one and get a read of it. But well done to all involved, Jim and everybody else. Yeah, and there's no doubt, you know, Tomas is a a, a very good hurler, you know, for for but right. and 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 player at underage and that and you know only for serious injury would have been I I think would have played at a very very high level, you know. Uh, I, remember, uh, I actually remember an, unco- him, yeah. an uncompromising yeah. defender. There's no doubt about that. And look, we wish him uh, all the best of success with his book. You know, it's well documented about the scale of matters. It's a tremendous story. You know, a sad one in a way, but a tremendous, a, a, a tremendous story. And like, kudos to all concerned over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, I know Jim, Jim was on the coffee, but he was on it for a different reason to the rest of you today. He was trying to keep the keep the batteries going. But <laughs> look at kudos to everybody involved, and we wish him the very best going forward. Pet, as always. Thanks very much for your contribution. Th- that comes our sports roundup, our conclusion of our sports roundup uh, for this weekend. We thank all our contributors tonight, uh, Pat O'Brien uh, from the Mills, John Tracy from Whitecat, Brendan Foley, Danny Chaplin, uh, for all their, their input and their reports into the games. We thank all the players and management and, and, and officials for all their, their uh, enjoyment and all their energies over the weekend in making it such a brilliant weekend uh, for sport. As we said, there's highs and lows, but look at the sport and we look forward to the next round. Thanks also uh, to Jim. Jim, you can wake up there now again. We're, 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 nearly, we're nearly finished here on Scarlet Radio for today. <laughs> thanks very much for all your help over the weekend. And once again, thanks to all of you for listening. We have listeners all over the, the globe tonight listening to here to our sports, our sports roundup. We thank you very, very much. We hope you enjoyed it. And all that remains is for me, Leo Dial, to thank you all for tuning in. We thank our sponsors, Derek Credit Union. And for all here from Scarif Bay Community Radio on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM, until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn.